Welcome to the show. My name's Aaron. And I'm James. And welcome to the Dads of Destiny. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're here hanging out, and we're excited that you're hanging out with us. So let's get into it. We talked a little bit um, last week. So Destiny 2. It's summer and we're dads. <laughs> I just saw the edit. <laughs> like Couldn't that? have put it better. Yeah, yeah, you like that edit on the on the show notes? Yes, yeah, very so, much so. Yeah, we uh, um, and moving on, right? Yeah, I got to play a little bit, but it, I have not. I how long has the season been going on? I don't even this know. Is week three, I believe. That's the, that's the thing, bro. I don't even know. And I think you're right. Like <laughs> I haven't turned my PlayStation on in three weeks. <laughs> oh man are you playing anything right now though or no uh i finished zelda and haven't really had the time to pick anything up gotcha if i do play anything it'll probably be on switch just because it's so much easier to play in the pickup line or something like that mm, yeah you just got the convenience the yeah. convenience going no i i definitely feel that so that, i don't did you see the um playstation had a showcase okay like a few weeks ago and they're releasing like a handheld, but it's only for remote play. So I don't know if you're familiar with what remote play is. Isn't that... I th- so it I, connects to the console and plays the game off of the console as opposed okay. to a Switch where it's like its own console. Gotcha. That's just so much more inconvenient to me. Like you have to have an internet connection. And that's one of the things that's mm. admirable about the Switch is you can take it anywhere. You can play it anywhere. Yeah, but you can't play with other people, and I think that's like... The- you can on Switch. You can play, like, not online okay. with someone, but you can play, like, Link, gotcha. which connects via Bluetooth, I believe, and okay. you can play together. That's not too bad. Uh, is it... From, um, but on the PlayStation handheld, you can't even play your games unless you have an internet connection. Oh. What's the one that, that's on Xbox? Doesn't Xbox do something similar to that? You uh, could, like, play on, like, your iPad or something so you like can, that? You can do it on. You can do that on PlayStation as well. Okay, which makes it even more puzzling why they're releasing this device because it's mm. all. There's already a solution. Like you can play on your iPad with a controller. You can play on your phone with like. Are you familiar with what a backbone is? Yeah. You can play with that. So and it's a lot cheaper. I'm assuming of an <laughs> option than what PlayStation is gonna right. unveil. So, I it doesn't appeal to me at all. So, but. So, I can sell you this tomato for $5. However, I have a tomato for $100. No thanks. Which one do you want? I'll grow my own. Right. For free. But I'm going to put a special sticker on this one. No thanks. That, that, that does kind of, that does, that is weird. It really sounds like it's defeat, like you said, defeating the purpose. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, we're doing this. Because if you could just download a game onto it right that would be so much better maybe i mean maybe that's one of the maybe that's what they're going for but they're not they already said like it's strictly for remote play oh so they're doing the the weird xbox thing where it's like hey here's how to share your game and then now remember that one whenever uh the xbox one came out I don't. I wasn't in the Xbox ecosystem at that time, so I kind of it was off the radar for me. So whenever PlayStation and Xbox was coming out, because Xbox did so well in America at the time, it was like mm-hmm. the number one selling console. And then I think this was like PlayStation Four, three, maybe? three. Okay, yeah, because three sixty was Xbox kind of pinnacle moment. Right. Okay. So then, so then it was. Then I guess it would have been with PlayStation Four because it was the Xbox One, and then they released it with the Connect. 
Yes. Yes, and it was like 500 and they were like, oh, hey, like you won't be able to... Use it without a connect. Right, right. right. You had to be like connected to the internet mm-hmm. and it was all these different things and like you couldn't share games anymore. Like, they're, like they were saying like, like oh, you know, going digital mm-hmm. that you won't be able to share games. And then PlayStation was just so genius like at one of their e3s or something mm-hmm. where yeah like they go here's how to share a game with your friend and they yeah. just turned and handed <laughs> it to the next person yeah and uh i mean that was Sounds one that fired yes <laughs> console wars used to be so petty oh 100 <laughs> percent. and i think they still were like we're a couple like we're about like a couple i mean we are actually a, couple, a few years removed from the console wars because that happened again in 2020 um, believe it or not, like they were all dropping then. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, fortunate enough for you, we were both able to get some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we got some for a lot of people too. But it was, it was still, it's still one of those where everyone was like, oh, this, oh, that, you know, they're all trying to outdo the yeah. other person, you know. And so, um, you know, Xbox got a lot of slack because they released two, actually two completely different ones, mm-hmm. the Series S and then the Series X, whereas PlayStation released the same one, one with a disk drive and one that was just digital. Yeah. And everyone was kind of looking at Xbox like, well, wait, why didn't y'all do that? Like, why did y'all release like a, a lesser yeah, version? But yeah. you got the... I got the lesser version for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I bought, and I was like, I'm going to buy, uh, then I'm going to eventually buy the, uh, the Series X and then give it to my give the the series s to my my son mm-hmm. and then i just bought him a series s instead because <laughs> i just wasn't playing enough yeah. you know and so and i don't like i still don't play games with a disc mm-hmm. like but i like i use it for a 4k blu-ray player oh yeah because when you're watching a movie it's a lot better quality from disc as opposed to digital for sure for sure but man we we don't really like the last movie that we bought was the john wick series really and we just bought that on amazon so we could access it wherever mm. we were at yeah that was it's kind of the, where like the streaming services for us have like really taken over mm-hmm. is we just download it onto you know ipad phone mm-hmm. or whatever it may be and then just watch it from there yeah so for me that the the disc thing has not been beneficial at all mm-hmm. like and there will get to a point i think where the difference in quality is negligible mm-hmm. so discs will probably be obsolete pretty soon I yeah believe. I, I i mean even now on amazon prime you can you can download the uhd versions mm-hmm. so which is like your ultra high definition yeah and it looks great i think some of that too is just depends but on- i believe it's still compressed so it doesn't have because the discs i believe have like hundreds of gigs of memory or so. Oh, okay. And so they're an uncompressed version of the Ultra HD, which is the digital version. Gotcha. But some of that too, you also you need that TV, right? So like, mm-hmm. are you like you know are you keeping up to date with like? I've got a pretty good TV. Like a new TV every year, or not or? new TV oh. every year, but the one I got in twenty twenty, I've got a LG C ten. Okay, and that's like the 2020 version of like the best gaming nice. TV or whatever. And I, the, how I got it, I sold a, uh, Chadwick Boseman had just passed. Okay. And I, I've got a pretty big pop collection. Nice. And I sold a Chadwick Boseman pop for, I think like $1,500. Whoa. Yeah. It was like a limited edition one. And how much did you pay for it? I think like 
15 bucks. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, so I capitalized on that time period. Now, time out. We're going to keep this going. Okay, remember whenever we're trying to get the Spider-Man shoes? Uh Uh-huh. Did you get them? I didn't. You didn't get them. And then there was a big thread in the the Discord. Mm Mm-hmm. About like, I didn't resellers. buy it with the intention to resell though. Hey, like, and I wasn't. I didn't buy up a limited stock or whatever to resell. I had the pop. I liked the pop. Right. I wanted a TV more than I wanted this piece of plastic. So I, I mean, hey, sold it. Right. I, I want like the digital thing yeah. now. So no, I I totally totally get it. But it was just one of those. I was like, hey man, because I had actually just sold. A pair. I, I bought and resold <laughs> yeah. a pair of shoes pretty quick. Yeah, for a for for a good little a good little cash out. I was actually just checking the prices of the the shoes mm-hmm, that you sold. No, no, no. Not oh, the Spider Man. Yeah, the Spider Man yeah. too. Yeah, they're still there's people are still really excited about them. So, How much are they now? Because uh, when I was initially looking to buy them, they were like three hundred bucks. That's about where they're at. Okay, they're about three hundred, three thirty. Yeah, yeah. So, because there were there were two hundred right retail, or were mm-hmm. they once it? Or they were two hundred. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, they're people still hustling, mm-hmm. you know, or, or not hustling. They're just holding. Yeah. So, hoping that somebody. Um, but okay, so shoe hack. I don't know if you've ever bought off a goat before. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yes. Okay. Did you just do like the buy right away, or did you do the offer? I think just buy right away. Okay. Next time, you got to try the offer. That actually works out really good. You can, really? Yeah. You can offer really low. And so they have like 30 days. Mm. And so sometimes they'll, they'll accept it in 30 days. Okay. If it just, if they don't get there. a better offer. Just right. to unload the shoes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you're just like, Oh, Hey, like, all right, dude, like I'll give it to you for like two seventy. you know? Yeah. Uh, in their mind though, too, they also have to pay, I think it's like five or 10% to goat. So they lose some of that money. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of that, that kind of goes in there. So, um, that's you always got to wait till like for shoes like this, you got to wait till, the Spider-Man movie is out of like the cultural zeitgeist and people aren't offering for those shoes anymore. I I, don't think, I don't know. The Spider-Man ones were still really, really tough to come by, Mm -hmm. but they were also like the Chicago and like a, which is the red, um, red, black and white. Mm -hmm. Like, like the iconic absolutely one colorway. Yes. With like yeah. a Spider-Man. Those were really cool. Oh, yeah. Those were really cool. Yeah. I think Eli still has his pair up in uh, whenever he could fit them. And That's man, dope. he tore those shoes up. Like One's beat up really nice, though. Like, they look nice worn. Um. Yeah. Yes and no. Like Not he, like they're he, not pristine. Like, they are a good everyday shoe that look still... They still look nice as you beat them up yeah. to a certain extent. I'm sure a kid Murdered beats them, them up shoes. past yes. <laughs> their <laughs> presentable point. Yes, but definitely. like you and I could wear a Jordan out, a Jordan One out, and they still look nice. Oh, 100. percent Like I have a pair of Jordan Ones that I love. Um, most of the time, they're actually super uncomfortable. So I don't mm-hmm. know if, you, if you've owned a pair of Jordan Ones before, Jordans are not good everyday shoes. No, no. <laughs> so especially like the first, like the the first eight. Like mm-hmm. the first eight pairs, like we're not comfortable. I know. Well, you have a pair of 11s, right? Yeah. 11s are, I only have 11s, I think. Okay. How are those as far as comfortability? Eh. Really? Not okay. super comfortable. Like I wear them just for occasions, not necessarily to wear out. Gotcha. I don't know how people work out or some people even hoop in, in 11s. And yeah. 
that's like you got too much money. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be I scared. Think, I think some people don't know, or they they just buy them. Like I mean, I remember I remember when the eleven Concords came out. Like mm-hmm. those were the shoes. Like and I wanted those shoes. I thought bread. I always felt like breads were the eleven. Oh, okay. See, I always felt the Concords really? were. Yeah, yeah. But then a lot of people feel that the Space Jams were the bread eleven. Or were, were oh man, They're, Space Jams the, are overrated to me. They're not. All that, yeah. I mean, dude, there is so much hype behind the movie, yeah. you know. So kind of the kind of the same thing. Um, dude, I should have a pair of Jordan threes that are mm-hmm. amazing to hoop in. Really? Uh, I just, yeah, I just never hooped in them, um, just because. Uh, well, I mean, I would I would do like a little bit of threes are like the Jordan or the elephant print ones. Yeah, so I, I like actually those. had those the black cements. Really? Yeah, and so they're a little. I mean, I've definitely lived in them because I love mm-hmm. like threes I are nice. Love them threes yeah. and threes ones and elevens are my favorite. Jordan um, models. Okay, yeah. So I'm a one, three, and four. Okay. Yeah, like those are the ones like I'm like, oh yeah, which is terrible because those are like your typical sneakerhead ones. Mm-hmm. But um, so it always makes it difficult when one of them comes <laughs> out. And I'm like, oh, I'd like to get that. And yeah. It's like, oh, you forgot they were dropping today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of course I did. So I'm not, <laughs> yeah, not purchasing those extra ones but yeah there's some sneaker talk for you also it's a little hack on goat um if you're trying to save money don't buy yeah do the offer um and i always recommend go with goat over um StockX mm-hmm. because StockX has uh, has had a lot of fakes go through them mm-hmm. and so goat seems to be better not that they don't always get that they that they not that they catch everything but they catch a lot mm-hmm. and they're good at refunding your money really quickly so yeah. Um, have you a, gotten a fake pair before? I have not, but a friend okay. of mine did. He, How uh, did he find out they were fake? Um, they uh, they just refunded him his money. And he kept the shoes? No, 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 no. No, how did he find out that the oh, shoes were fake? He didn't He didn't find out that they were... Well, the, re- the how he found out is because they sent him... Um, you have to mail them to GOAT to verify, mm-hmm. and then GOAT mails them to you. Yeah. And so they mailed them to goat and then he got his money back. Like, Oh, they found out they were goat found out they were fake. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. That's so whereas cool. StockX, like they have so much that comes through there. It's just, they've just dwindled it down, dwindled it mm-hmm. down. And then, and then that really be, that really be it. So, yeah. Um, but dude, so this week there's a lot of fun things happening. A lot of cool things happening. We got the, we want to talk about it, the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. I think the last game is tonight. Sadly, yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, well, I guess we'll talk about that later, but. yeah. And then Flashpoint comes out this weekend. I'm so excited about Flash. I just finished uh, Time Masters, okay, before we started recording. Yes, man, you weren't lying, it's so good. It was really, really good. <laughs> so many, like, I was reading at your house and I just would comment on something that would happen. Like, there were so many things that happened in that last like 25% of the story, like. There's like three versions of Rip's dad. Yeah, like it was it was very action packed. And what's crazy is that Rip uh, Rip Hunter, so he gives himself a a, a bogus name mm-hmm. um, because Booster Gold is like he's training, he's helping train Booster Gold, and then only to, do we do spoilers? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then like Booster but, Gold ends up being his dad. Yeah. So his dad trained him. To be a time master, uh-huh. and come to find out, he's training his dad to be a time master by training Booster Gold. Yes, and then come to find out again, <laughs> there's this mysterious, like, masked blue guy that. 
they say is a descendant of Booster Gold right. or an ancestor of Booster Gold from the 21st century. And then at the end of the story, you find out it's actually Booster Gold's dad and just... No, no, it's not Booster Gold's dad. It's Rip or, Hunter's Yeah, it's dad. Rip Hunter's dad, so, which is Booster Gold. Yeah, so Booster Gold is existing twice yeah. with his son, <laughs> basically like in the middle between like young Booster Gold and then like his dad. And then, so the blue guy, that's the most seasoned version of his dad? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Um, and and then, you know, of course, like the... With was the Booster- mom in the mask? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, because he was talking to her and I didn't... I wasn't really comprehending how she was communicating unless it was through the mask. I think it was... I think it was through comms. I think she oh, okay. was like somewhere else or whatever it might be. Um, but it was... But yeah, it, it's one of those that... I, you know, thoroughly, you know, both thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed the story. It was definitely one of those, like, it's, you kind of, I was trying to find out, like, where it went. And that was how I was saying, like, Vanishing Point, I think, is, like, what the. But what, they restored Vanishing Point at the end. I thought they didn't restore it. I thought <laughs> they couldn't. I thought they were, I thought it was, like, blown up or something. Oh, uh, yeah. So he said, Vanishing Point has been replaced without anyone knowing it had been destroyed. So they brought it back at the end of the story when he found his dad. Oh. And then they go back to Arizona, and then that leads into Flashpoint. Oh, okay. That's when they went back to Arizona, and they found the, um, uh, what's it called? The um, the, the chalkboard. Board. Yeah. Yes. And that showed up at the end of Booster Gold, right? Right. So this is returning us back to that point? Yes. There's so much on that board that... I have no clue what it's going to lead to. Yeah. And I don't understand the Batman stuff. Okay. Does that come into play? Like the Omega energy? See, and I think, and that's where I thought that was vanishing point, quote unquote, you know, like Is that's what? where, where Batman vanishes. Like he's uh, like, he got, no vanishing point is just the end of time. Okay. So that's where they establish their time base. To right. monitor all of time and everything like well, that. Well, see, I thought they said that they... Okay, so that was at the end of time. Is Vanishing, vanishing Point, point mm-hmm. is at the end of time. Okay, gotcha. I thought they were referencing Vanishing Point as being... When Batman vanished? Exactly. Because no. there was so much talk around that. That's what I mm-hmm. thought, you know. Because that's what the big mystery was of this is, okay, why is there not an end to time anymore? Like, something destroyed Vanishing Point. Oh, yeah, and that was and that was the point. So just to kind of catch everyone up, and that was the 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 so part of that was they were trying to find Batman because Batman somehow got hit with the Omega Beam by Darkseid, and he didn't die, right? And he, but he but he went somewhere into time mm-hmm. somehow, some way. So and um, Eobard Thawne was chasing Batman to f- attain the Omega Energy mm. because he's trying to utilize it somehow to uh, benefit himself. Right. But I don't know what ne- Omega energy entails or anything. I'm not like we were talking earlier off pod about dark side and not really being too familiar with him. I just know he's kind of a Thanos clone. Yeah. So I had, so I actually learned a lot about, um, <laughs> about dark side from the, uh, the death battle series on YouTube. Uh, okay. And so <laughs> where I love those. They're great, man. Yeah. They're great. Whatever people were, cause I was a huge Dragon Ball Z fan and 
but whenever, Goku versus yes, Superman. And everybody was like, no way, Goku. And I was like, I don't Superman th- would destroy Goku. Yes. And that's been always been the thing is that I don't think, and, and you, you know, we say, you say this all the time, like DC characters are really They're broken. They're so overpowered. Yes. <laughs> like, especially Superman. Oh, like, man. The fact that he's even comparable in speed to Flash is just insane. Right. Right, <laughs> like he can keep up with him, and then of course, like Flash can just like bolt down the dude. But yeah, but to have that level of speed coupled with the insane amount of other powers that he has is just invulnerability, like flight, the, yes, super strength, X ray vision, cold breath. <laughs> he can zoom into stuff on this comic like i feel like every time i read or watch something about superman there's always an extra power tacked on yes it's it's like oh this is that power but like this is like this is that power unlocked yeah you know and it's like <laughs> what the super x-ray vision oh man and then even in like the animated series like he could like look into somebody's eyes with laser vision and then like cut out a piece of their brain yeah like you like can perform lobotomies <laughs> He could in one Superman movie could reverse time and oh man like yeah there's one I know there's one too where he like pulls the Earth out of orbit and then puts it back into orbit. <laughs> so he's a cheat code. Yeah, and I'm like, look, I give it to Goku. The dude can blow up the Earth. Yeah, one hundred percent. But blew up. That's chump change to Superman. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, like so it's um. Yeah, you know, that was so so I learned a lot about Dark Side and then Dark Side is of course absolutely broken as mm-hmm. well. Um and it was like, oh, okay. cuz these omega beams like they track, yeah. right? And like Flash can't even outrun them. Well, you can out I think he can outrun them. It's just like they just always follow you mm-hmm. until they either like and like batman's the something. only person to have dodged an omega beam which is even stupider that this powerless guy oh he had prep time oh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my i know batman is the guy that once he gets over into like everyone else's like superhuman world yeah it's it gets ridiculous that they try to place him in these environments it does and make it realistic it does like all right because dark side isn't going to hold back against batman like right the only reason he can't can hold a candle to superman is because superman is a morally just individual who isn't gonna kill batman yeah he could blow on batman and kill him absolutely absolutely like i mean mean, really and truly he can just look at him yeah and then bam instant Mm, flash could do the same like anybody on the justice league could erase Batman from existence with a thought. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's funny, okay, so there was, I don't know if you've ever seen, uh, like, there's this one, I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's called, like, the Doomsday Prep or something like that, and it's where Batman has a plan to knock out every single member Justice, of the Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen that or I haven't watched that? seen that, but I know he has a contingency plan for every member of the Justice so League. It's a really cool, like, and I didn't realize, like, all these comic lines, like, were made into animated films. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, on HBO Max or whatever it is now, I've, I've watched it a few times mm-hmm. uh, or seen it, and it's been really cool. And then, um, so it's, like, at the end of it, you know, of course, like, 
I'm not spoiling anything, but at the end Batman of it... Batman wins. Yeah. Right, do what? I said Batman wins, of course. Well, no. So at, well, at the end of it, it was because it was all an accident, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't actually... So he's like, wait a minute, you know? And um, and so, of course, he gets everyone out from his own traps. And they're mm-hmm. like, so this is... Oh, your- so somebody got a hold of his contingency plan and just beat all the Justice League or something? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. And so, and, and so, like, so the whole plot of it is like, oh, like... So it's finding out, like, hey, how did Batman do all this? Like, mm-hmm. what did he do? Like, his prep time. Yeah. You know? uh, and then at the very end, I think it's the corniest line ever. And, <laughs> and the Superman asks, like, so who's to stop you from going rogue? And he goes, that's why we have the Justice League. And I'm like, St- <laughs> you guys need everybody to beat me. Yes. Some just billionaire guy. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. You know what? And I would give it to him if he was running around in a bat suit that was like Black Panther or um, or Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not. Yeah. It's not. He it's, can't fly. No. He can't. Like, there's no. There's no rocket boosters. Yes. There's no. It's just cloth. <laughs> it's. Or no. It's. Um, Bulletproof. Right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can stop a knife attack, but I can't a move. Bullet no. tickles everybody in the Justice League except for, sure. for Batman. <laughs> like you you shoot Superman in the eye with a bullet. Yeah. And it just like bounces off. He doesn't ag- acknowledge it. Yes. But you shoot Batman in the eye. Ouch. Game over, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's done. Like it so it's uh, Everybody's that, going to a funeral. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um But he's probably got contingency plan contacts or something that uh-huh. <laughs> bounce bullets off. Right. Probably That's not. called bad writing. Guys. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and maybe it's also too that there's so many people who, who love Batman mm-hmm. that there is just that whole uh, fandom that just kind of takes you out of the reality yeah. of it. Um, but, okay, back to Flashpoint anyways because they're trying <laughs> to find him. Uh, and so we were talking about Darkseid. So Darkseid is, I learned a lot about him because like he, from, from the... Um, uh, battle, the death battle death thing. Battle, yeah. yeah. And they, like, so apparently he actually exists outside. He's like an entity, essentially. Okay. So, like, have you, did you watch What If? Yes. For Marvel? So, like, the Watcher kind of like. Exactly. Outside of any continuity of the world. Exactly. That's cool. And so, and it, but he's trying to take over every multiverse, though. So, I mean, so yeah, so it's really, really cool, but, it, and his powers translate. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that they were like in that they were saying like, they, like he would lose because Thanos with the infinity gauntlet or sorry, Thanos with the infinity gauntlet would lose because dark side would figure out a way to take him to a place where the infinity gauntlet doesn't uh, function. Absolutely. Like in the TVA. Yeah, Loki. exactly. Cause like when they're outside of their universe, they're just paperweights mm-hmm. and that would be like the thing. Cause then, but dark side still keeps all his powers. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, cause Thanos could just snap and then dark side be gone, Yeah, but he's only gone from that universe. Then he'd be able to come back over and over from, uh, or create another one. So his Omega beams are essentially... So is there are there multiple iterations of him that work together like Kang? Or is there just one dark side? So there's just one dark side, but he's they don't all work together. They're, he is working, suppose, like through all the different ones across each multiverse to take over that. So there is there are multiple dark sides then? According to what it was with the now we'd have to do some more research but according mm-hmm. but if i remember the video correctly yeah in each 
in each multiverse, there's a dark side trying to take over that universe. Uh, but they're not like teaming up to take over because he can still like, I don't know. I think the way it was is he could be in only one of him can exist in each universe though. Mm. So yeah, it's not, you know, whereas Kang is like, yeah, like they're all like, he's trying to take over every multiverse, but Mm -hmm. he'll use like his own, someone from his or from a different multi or universe. Whereas it's one. um, Oh, and this was the other thing is that it's one um, cognizant. So whereas like the different Kangs, like they're each different person, it's one entity okay. instead of Kang being multiple entities, like different personalities. So it's one mm-hmm. entity, like the watcher who is basically, but you know, takes over or creates an avatar or whatever and mm-hmm. tries to take over. But I don't know. Cause then there was another one. I'm, you know, comics sometimes. Yeah. We're just, I like, think DC, their continuities, change more vastly than Marvel has kind of like an one ongoing timeline. Okay. I think DC they restart their continuities. Yes, makes over sense. And over. So there's not one iteration of a character or so, I guess. Mm, that makes sense. Which or is, that's how I perceive it at least. Which I think makes it really good for like like obviously like Flashpoint, like mm-hmm. being able to just like tell it. It gives the writers freedom to kind of play with characters more so yes absolutely i would totally i totally see that um because i mean we're sitting here reading about time masters and booster gold Mm -hmm. training his son while his son trains him yeah while his future self looks on and helps out but is less powerful than booster gold and i mean so it's just like what (laughs) what's happening it's so confusing but it's so cool (laughs) it was it was it was like when you read it and you see like the panels and you're watching you're like okay i get it yeah but when you're not when we're trying to explain it like we can talk about it (laughs) (laughs) like we can talk about flashpoint guys yes like i will help you get a reading list or something it's so good it is it is it is so so good and it's a and it's a ton of fun and so um yeah, so I'm excited. So you finished that, so you'll be moving on to Flashpoint, mm-hmm. and I've taken and I've just held off. You know, haven't read any more past that Flashpoint. But you're going to be starting up a different one, just because I'm such a slow reader. <laughs> yeah, and I just and I mean, I, I you crush do, these books. I do, but I also read a lot. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I read and listen to a a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Um, like I I read two books over the weekend. Oh wow! Yeah, so. Well, some of them are like ones that I already knew. Oh, I had read, I had read before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just going through it and going like, oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So just some things from my consulting business that I was like, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So those is like, does it count? Does it not count? But I mean, I went through two of them really quick. Yeah. And so, and then comics is the, is the panel plus some words. So yeah, you can get through a comic pretty quick. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah, dude, like you read through, what was it? Like, like 60 pages, pages in like, like 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was just, it was one of those that, um, that was, yeah. So, I mean, comics, you can really get through. And I think, man, especially the story's good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, dude, I've been, so what I've been wanting to do is, cause I have, we got a hot tub and so mm-hmm. I've been wanting to relax in it. And then, and, but I'm too scared to go out there and just like mess up all the stuff. Right. Yeah. So, so they have, um, so we read on Comixology. Yeah. Um, there's Kindles that are waterproof and you can read comics on them. Oh. But it's just not in color. So uh, I don't know if that's 
a deal breaker. Bah humbug. Yeah. Man. Why aren't we in like the 22nd century? What's going on? Booster Gold, send these advanced comic <laughs> reading tech back to us. Exactly. Dang. But that is good to know that there is there are some Kindles that are waterproof. That mm-hmm. would be good because I, I do mine on, on the iPad, um, okay, which yeah. I think you do as well. You mm-hmm. use an iPad as well. So, uh, yeah, so Time Masters, man, highly recommend it. You had mentioned something too that uh, like they just power down Superman. Yeah, that was weird. I feel like they like, do that in everything though. Until like he needs to like show his full muscle. Mm-hmm. He's always he's like Yeah. Yeah. Like they these no name villains were beating him down. Yes. And I haven't I hadn't really ever read anything where Superman was kind of bullied because some of the stuff I've read about Superman is him being a villain, like the Injustice comics. Oh, okay. He's like ruthless in those so having read that's kind of my only thing that i've read of superman so -hmm. to see him in that and then read this where he's just kind of getting bullied essentially by these no name i have never heard of either of those villains and it was just weird yeah i can't i can't remember their names i can't either just some sorcerers or something yeah and i think that's the thing is like that's like his like one one of his weaknesses is magic Mm -hmm. so it's like magic and um, kryptonite kryptonite so it's like and there's even versions of superman that he's invulnerable to kryptonite oh wow is that like the superman one million like where he's like in the Um, sun for like 20 years and then he so the um the one i've heard about is kingdom come Okay. It's like an older version of Superman where he's been on Earth long enough to absorb enough radiation from the sun where mm-hmm. he's invulnerable to kryptonite. Wow. And it's kind of, it it's an interesting story because it kind of like all of the other heroes are I don't think they get killed, but they're up against an unbeatable force. Okay. And Superman, you know he's not going to die, but he just has to kind of come to grips with okay, these I'm the last one left, mm. so it's kind of a psychological story wow. about him as opposed to like feats of strength or anything yes. like that. So it was an interesting take. That, that is that is really cool because I mean eventually he I mean he's gonna like live past everyone mm-hmm. like that's the whole thing like he doesn't age he's like stuck between like 27 and 35 or something yeah. like that you know and yeah. then but doesn't age or mm-hmm. he does age or whatever it is but it's like you know no superhero really ages though <laughs> right <laughs> captain america's been 30 or however long oh, for man. 80 years that that super serum bro <laughs> yeah that super serum which brings up a good a good topic that you had thought so like who is more just superman or captain america that was your 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 thought so i'm just gonna throw it back to you so I'm not that familiar with Superman outside of like the DC comics or I mean not DC comics, the DC movies. And I know a lot of people give uh, Man of Steel a lot of crap because he kills Zod and that's like a big no-no for Superman. Oh, is okay. He doesn't kill. So I don't know that I have an accurate representation if I'm going off of a version that people hate of Superman. Yeah. But... The movie he, that's right because he always puts him in the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. That's like his prison, right? Yeah, the Phantom Zone. But in um, Captain America, in like the MCU, he to me is like the pinnacle of morality. 
So I think I would put it uh, for Captain America. Okay. Because, like, he's... Like, him not picking up uh, Mjolnir just because he doesn't want to damage Thor's ego or whatever. Like, I feel like something like that is a big... They don't put any effort into showing the selflessness of Superman like they do for Captain America for with, like, an instance like that. Yeah. And maybe because, like, with Superman, he's... I think, like, his selflessness is that he's not taking over the world, mm, you know? Like, yeah. he's not conquering. Like, he's actually, like, serving and actually, and and really taking, like, a, a, a second place to, hey, okay, yeah, like, I'll do what you asked me to do yeah. because it's for the betterment or whatever it may be, which, okay, I'm just, this is going through my mind. So, in, like, so, because he has the Phantom Zone where he puts everyone. Mm-hmm. So Superman, you know, ridiculously strong, mm-hmm. but then has like an intellect further than Tony Stark. Yeah, and Batman. That's why DC's overpowered. <laughs> He's like a super genius and the most powerful hero. Yeah, like he's unbeatable uh, for sure. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, if he is all these things, well, then I guess it's right. That's why they do like different storylines, and it's not mm-hmm. canon or whatever. But like, and him and Lois Lane get together, they get married, they're having a baby. Joker kills uh, Lois Lane or mm-hmm. tricks him, you know, into killing Lois Lane. Right. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many of these things. Like, but wait a minute, this guy has this level of intellect. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, though, and I think maybe that's one of the things too is they've they've done really good at also portraying Superman as a meathead, mm-hmm. you know, just like a puncher. punch his way out of things. Yeah, yeah, puncher. Oh, I don't know what to do. Boom! But then he's this brilliant scientist. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> seeing some seeing some holes here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should read the Injustice comics, though. Is it, it good? They're so good. I'll check them out for sure. I mean, there's so there's so many on the list, right? Like, yeah. So I really want to get through um, the the Green Lantern one. Um, and I man, I'm really want to get through like the. I'm I'm really excited. Like the Flashpoint the, is so good. The uh, Time Masters kind of turned me off to Green Lantern a little bit. Just I just he was want so I want John Stewart. Like I'm hoping yeah. to see John Stewart in it cuz that's my favorite I think favorite it is one. I think it is a Hal Jordan story. Is it? Because Okay. I think I started trying to read it and I'm just not a big Hal fan because he I think he just comes back similarly to how Barry just came back at the beginning of Flashpoint. Okay. I think it's Hal just coming back before Blackest Night. Oh, okay. Man, all right. Well, I'm still really interested. I've got some good other stories that I can recommend if you want. Okay, something else to I, read see, while I slowly no. <laughs> read through Flashpoint. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay, so John Stewart, like, and I guess I, so. For me, I look at because John Stewart is also up there with the Superman, Captain America, like John Stewart. I mean, as far as like, because I only know him from the, the uh, comic or the show. Yeah, yeah. Justice League and, Unlimited, right? Yeah, and he seems to be the guy who's always like, hang on now, this is how we're going to do the right thing. Or, mm-hmm. hey, here's this. You know, he's like the tactician, kind of like Captain America, like the tactician mm-hmm. with, you know. I think Hal in the Injustice line of things, I think he becomes a, a Yellow Lantern. Oh, so I think okay. he becomes like a minion of Superman and a bad guy. Oh, I mean, dude, let's be honest. John like, Stewart would never, 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 never. He'd be like, oh, what? You have to defeat I'll die before my I... willpower. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's my dude. Like, so, yeah. 
<sighs> Digress. Flashpoint comes out this weekend. <laughs> but it got... Are you... If it isn't... If it doesn't hold up to uh, the comic, you're still going to be disappointed or you tempered your expectations? No, no, no. If it doesn't hold up to the comic, like, I'm giving them a lot of freedom here. Yeah. But if it doesn't hold up to the comic, um, I will be upset because it is such a good story yeah and, and you had told me too um you're like hey man like the you know reviews not, are starting to come out yeah not yeah. looking too hot and i'm like dude i don't you know the, some of the reviews like i normally well so here's the thing is that it all depends on like what rotten tomatoes gives it because mm. rotten tomatoes seems to be on this thing where if they normally rate something really high the critics are low on it well no no well rotten tomato is critics oh they are i thought it was an accumulation of critics and audience review scores well so was that metacritic well so no no it is so you have the rotten tomatoes which is and then you'll have like and then they'll have the um audience score yeah the audience score so they're like oh it's a great tomato or a rotten tomato Mm -hmm. but it seems to be like the greater the disparity between like the critics like critics like blast it a Mm -hmm. lot of people go to the movies and like this is amazing and so rarely do those ever seem to line up unless it's like a Tom Hanks film or something like that mm-hmm. where it's, you know, I don't know, where it's more, it, it's not like so much action packed or entertaining, but it's, or it's entertaining, but it's like a drama, uh, um, a drama storytelling mm-hmm. one, you know, those. So I, I'd be interested to see, I'm not like too big on critics. Yeah. Like there are certain people who, um, I'll always ask them, you know, um, like hey like what did you think of this movie before i go see it and they're normally like spot on mm-hmm. and then other people like and then but a lot of the people that i read i'm just like nah like, yeah i've seen you know people bash on john wick and i was like, like the john, fourth one or just all of them i didn't i didn't like the third one the third one was good i didn't think so but it was because the first two were so good yeah but the fourth one blows all of them out of the fourth water. one was incredible it was so good and i mean i think is the he third, dead Huh? You think he's dead? I do think he's dead. I did. I don't want him to be. Yeah, but I do think so. I think it's a good finality I, piece. I feel like, um, even though the guy was blind, they've sh- showcased so many different times the how precise they can be in shooting each other, and I feel like they planned everything that occurred. And I don't think he would have killed his friend. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I that's I guess wishful thinking on my right. part. Because he apparently said he's game to make more. Oh, okay. So, oh, did he? I think so. I think oh. he's, he came out and said, like, oh, I love making the John Wick movies. Dude, how old is he? I think he's 50-something. I was about to say, he's got to be close to 60, dude. Yeah. Like, and so, falling down them stairs I just like wish that? him and uh, Lawrence Fishburne had more scenes together. They're so good they together, are. aren't they? Like, yeah. they're just, oh, man. It I is. love Lawrence Fishburne. He's so good, dude. He just gets me amped right. <laughs> in almost any scene he's in. Oh, man. it's. I mean, he has so many just, like, just classic lines, like the red and blue pill. I mean, there's yeah. so many ones in The Matrix. And then he has, I mean, the dramatization that he brings to being that the underlord king mm-hmm. that he does is just so so good yeah and he really brings life to any world that he's in yeah like he really helps you get into the story and get into the world yeah and and the, the great thing about 
him and John Wick is he made it. It was so. It, it, he also brought a little bit of that comic relief mm-hmm. as well as because there's a, not a lot no. any really comic <laughs> relief in. Uh, John Wick, and you need it for how intense the action is from start to finish. Yeah, just like, bang bang all yeah. the time, like the whole time, bang bang. So it's so yeah. So it was really. Do you know how long that those movies take course over, and how many people he killed in that time? Oh, dude, it's got. I I I hope someone has done something. About they did it. a calculate. I think it's like four hundred and ninety three people that he wow. kills over the, the four movies, and it's over like a two week span. Really. <laughs> yes. So wait, so the whole movie is supposed to be like, or sorry, all of them are supposed to be like around like in a two week span. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought there was a big gap between one and two, or sorry, they're 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 at two. I know I know there's not. At, um, I thought there was a gap into where it's like a few, a few weeks or something, but or sorry, a few months because then that's when the guy shows up and he's like, hey, I need you to do this, and he's like, oh man. Oh, it says no, no more than a week. Oh, wow! Over the course of the time frame between all four movies, wow, <laughs> that's a busy man. Yeah, that is. I know it has to be more because he's also flying around the world. because uh, he has to go to Italy. He goes all over. Like he goes to Italy, Japan, Germany, <laughs> France. That right there, but is... a lot of it is in Europe, and that's. A lot more condensed than even anywhere in America. Well, but it, but it's also New York, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, so and I've and I've flown to Australia, and that in and of itself takes up a whole day. You think you're putting too much thought into Am I? fictional worlds? Gotcha. They don't think about this kind of stuff. Because I mean, they put it in there and said it's like a week. Now. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, ah, maybe it's supposed to be yeah. more or less. But even if it was a week, bro, what a week, right? Yeah. The most action-packed week ever. <laughs> and you know what? That explains. I mean, could you imagine like just like the mental state that he's in thinking about his wife for one week? He's yeah. like, yeah, I, you know what? You're lucky it's only 493 people. Yeah. You I'm are thinking I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like his one line in the whole oh. four. How many words do you think he says over the course of all four movies? Uh, probably over or under a hundred. Yeah. Oh, definitely over a hundred. You think so? Yeah. He does not have that many but lines. Over. I think the real one is over or under. How many people is it? Like words to people that he that he shoots. Words to people. Yeah. So what like, do you mean? like so does he? So because it was like four hundred and something, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, he definitely shoots more than he talks. That's a hundred percent. Oh man! You know how many bullets he fires off in those oh, movies? <laughs> if he kills four hundred and ninety-three people, he at least does probably nine hundred bullets. Oh, minimum. Because I mean, there's still some spray and pray in there. Yeah, you know where you there's just... a lot of just extra rounds shot off like, for sure. And then he shoots. I don't think he shoots anyone less than once. One hundred percent, or not less than less than twice. Yes. Yeah, he's definitely. Triple and double and yeah. triple tapping everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's so definitely over 900. <laughs> 900 bullets. He's got a whole armory worth of bullets that he expends. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, then he has, I mean, he's got all those extra things too, right? He's got, like, he can go into one of those continentals and be able to get more ammo mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. So, I mean, not, not ammo, be able to get whatever gun. Yeah, gun he, armor. he wants. Yeah. Armor suit. <laughs> Dude, I know, but it, hey, armor suit—it's in the movies, right? Yeah. Like, 
you know, totally. You, you can't think about it too much. Right. It's John Wick. It's, Absolutely. He none made, of it makes sense. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the Baba Yaga, you yeah. know, so it just, it just is what it is. Uh, so, hey, so the other thing that's happening today is, oh, sorry, let's, let's finish up. So morally, more morally just Superman, Captain America. I think I pick Captain, I'd pick Captain America. Yeah, I think I, think I would have to agree too, um, just because DC is just everywhere with it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, which one? And then. And and I think when we think Captain America, we are thinking MCU mm-hmm. Cap. Yeah. So, for sure. I mean, y'all, you know, if you think we're wrong, you know, write a review, let us know. But Give we're right. <laughs> Join the Discord. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Um, all right. So this coming up in the NBA Finals, I think the last game is happening tonight. Sadly, I think so too. It's been a great run for for buckets. Um, Did you see he's? Contemplate or not contemplating, he said. Apparently, if win, lose, or draw, he's retiring after this season. Wow, he's been in it for a long time. I didn't realize. Yeah, he's he's played longer because his first ten or his tenure in uh, Chicago, I think, was longer than people realize. Oh, okay. And I think it's I think it's longer and everywhere than what people realize. Yeah, because like, he's been with the Heat for a while. Yeah, he was in Minnesota for a good amount of time too, mm-hmm. um, and then he was. And then I think he was in Philadelphia for a couple years, dude. I, I think he was. It was just a year in Philadelphia. Was it? Because he got he had the big blow up with Minnesota. That was epic. That, was that great. whole Minnesota story. Yes, <laughs> that is. That's probably my favorite thing, lore building moment or whatever of buckets. Yeah, is his absolute terror that he was in Minnesota. I love his when, and it made me so mad whenever he did the the Ninja Turtle headband. The ninja headband. Oh, there were a lot of people that then then they outlawed those. Those so look dumb. it looks so cool. It did look cool. <laughs> Man, like, just not, let athletes do cool stuff. It's not even doing anything. Yeah, it's just a headband. Oh my gosh. But it, it looked awesome. It does. It does. You know what? And I'm just gonna have to say it. I don't get it. It is so frustrating to me. Most of the time. Cause you sent me something with baseball, right? Where yes, the guy like that was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Fire uh, whoever that guy is immediately. Don't let him ump another game why is it of these, anything. Why is it these old, unathletic white dudes? <laughs> you said it, not me. It makes me so <laughs> mad. <laughs> I'm like, dude, is it jealousy? It, I don't. It has to be something. Yeah. Because like, but it's not just like, and it's not. And, you want to give context to what happened before we just go on, on this the baseball right? one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So on the baseball one. Um, and 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 I think it has to be jealousy. I don't think it's like racism or anything yeah. like that because it just happens. Because it be, was another white dude that absolutely, was yeah. So um, <laughs> and then and then I have to give another one too because umpires are just the worst. Yeah. And so so this kid, there. I, I think it's Florida against somebody. Maybe yeah. it's the World NCAA Series or something. World yeah. Series. Yeah. And so. He strikes this dude out. It's obviously like in the later innings. Looks like it was like seventh, eighth, or ninth, something like mm-hmm. that. And I think it was, I think the score was like five to two, and bases were loaded. I could be wrong on, on all this setting, but it's a very intense moment. And mm-hmm. he strikes the guy out, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah." That's all he does. Let's go! Like he's looking at the guy yelling, "Yeah, yeah!" And then he looks. He turns at, around, and then like to, he just to his yeah. team and just. Yes, just expresses emotion, just excited. Yeah, let's go. And that's it gets tossed. Yeah, that's ejected from the game for sure. 
Like Dude. he wasn't taunting. You couldn't. I I don't think you could even justify saying he's taunting at all. I mean, even let him taunt. Yeah. Let him taunt. I'd be okay with him taunting as well. Like For in a sure. situation like that, just let sports be sports. Yes. They're all like being super, you know, you're being, you're out there being super competitive. You have put, you're not, and they're the most competitive moment. people in the world. Yes. And you, and it's not that they're just like this one moment, like talking about going to the gym every day since you were however years old, mm-hmm. you know, your supplement routine, like all of these crazy things. Yeah. You know, you're going to the gym, you're working out, then you're going to practice, then you're, you know, you're eating, you're doing this, you're doing that. And it's like for this, yeah, absolutely. For this moment. Yeah. But you don't get to do it anymore. Cause you said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what a bomb. Ah, dude, man, they, it is so frustrating. And then there was yeah. one where, the umpire throws out this other guy because he's like trying to get the ball from him because like oh I don't like this ball and so the pitcher throws it away mm-hmm. and then the umpire throws the ball to the pitcher and the catcher like had his hand back and then noticed that oh okay he's got one and so he just pulls his hand back and then uh, the pitcher looks at the ball again and is like no I don't like this one either and then he goes to throw it away, and so the catcher holds his hand back for a new ball because that's normally what happens. The umpire mm-hmm. gives the the catcher a new ball, and and you know, the catcher doesn't care. He's there to catch the ball, so he grabs it and throws it. So he's sitting there holding it back, and he's waiting about two seconds, and then he just moves his glove at the exact moment that the umpire goes to drop it. Oh. And then the umpire gets mad because, like, oh, you did that to embarrass me. Yeah. And then – points at the guy is like you're out of here wow. and the catcher turns around and is like dumbfounded and is like wait what happened and he goes i and he like has like a legitimate conversation with the guy is like i can't how old s- is this man that got on this ego trip and bro oh my gosh and just looks at the guy and is like and it's like i i can't see you yeah i i, I didn't see you how I'm just trying to keep the game moving along. Yeah. yeah. And and he's like, I, I didn't see you. Like, I couldn't see you. Wow. Why? And he looked at him and goes, why would I do something like that? And the guy goes, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, it was a miscommunication. For sure. This guy got so much of an ego trip that and he potentially could be perceived as being disrespected. And in, in situ- like, there's no... They awareness to, on their part and they need to be able to run back calls like yeah. that's a great thing to about reverse the, a call yes that's a great thing about the nfl yeah is that or, or football they let the play out and then they can pick the flag up mm-hmm. and go my bad yep no, no flag. Foul. yep i thought what i thought is i thought you can't do that in nba because or in basketball because it blows a whistle it stops yeah you could essentially do that and they could rewrite it which i think would be great and it's just like hey on a bad call possession stays with whoever it is and they have to inbound and you reset the clock to mm-hmm. wherever you know which i you know you don't have to reset the clock because the play is dead anyways mm-hmm. so um yeah i think i think there's a lot of things I, baseball is the absolute worst and i think the nba is getting there too yeah because I mean, so much of it now is just so soft. Like we, we sent that real. Either I sent it to you, or you sent it to me. Where Carl Malone literally knocks out elbows. <laughs> that's that. There's no not a place for that's not, shouldn't be in basketball. Though. No, one hundred knocking dudes out. No, 
one hundred percent. I mean, especially especially like in that regard, right? Yeah. But I don't even think the guy got a tech. <laughs> no foul on the uh, call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, something happened. Accident. Why is David Robinson? convulsing on the floor for like, sure he was shaking yes it was like, like that neurological yeah. thing where like his fingers he tensed were, up and, yes like, yeah i mean which is why like in the ufc dude you can't hit somebody in the back of the head yeah it i mean it messes you up oh real Lifelong quick injuries yeah yeah so the, the uh so now they've instead of and i'm all and i'm all for those things not happening but even in the nba man they they just they're just waiting to tee somebody up yeah all the time all the time and then ah uh, so it's i uh, i hope that it i hope that they figure out the balance of it cuz i think some of that shouldn't be there but then some of it is like you just got to let them compete yeah you can't be so soft where it's like you, where feelings come into play mm-hmm. you hurt my feelings yeah it's like, bro, I'm beating you by 15. I hope I'm hurting your feelings. <laughs> and refs shouldn't have feelings. You're an objective observer of the game. You, There's Absolutely. no place for your feelings in this. Absolutely. You so, should be a robot. They should have earmuffs or something. Dude. Like, <laughs> Give them something to take their feelings out of the game. Man, AI is going to come in and take those spots, dude. Yeah. So, because it's like, oh, you know. It's, Players are going to have to wear some special type of suits or sensors or something and they're going to take the refs out that's that's probably going to happen eventually oh man i mean that would be wild so it's like okay over this much pressure is a foul Mm -hmm. i don't know that would be that would be kind of crazy yeah that would be really really crazy so but it would be cool to see you would still need you would still need some human personnel there to split people up um whenever there is like a physical altercation mm-hmm. or something like that but there aren't in basketball re- any real physical altercations yeah. you know what you could do What's shot that? callers you just, shot callers yeah you know like and they're like oh well, some, shock caller. shot callers yeah <laughs> oh you thought it said shot callers i was like wait yeah yeah. They already do that. They call their shots. I, I mean, it would already be like yeah. in the shirt. So like they pass like a certain point, you just get like a little buzz. Like, hey, back up, bro. You're going to have somebody go into cardiac arrest. Oh, man, right, <laughs> right, right. And just all of a sudden, you know. No, they don't want any part of that. Yeah. Old Karen, old, old Karen over there getting tased, you know. Make the the refs wear shot collar. <laughs> Bad call. Ah! Uh, yeah, that would just be the best. Oh. What are you doing? man? Uh, <laughs> nope, that wasn't a foul. <laughs> that w- that would be amazing. So with that, you have the Nuggets beating the Heat tonight. Yes, I'm pretty confident that that is going to happen as well. That the Nuggets, womp womp, yeah, because it'll be at home. Yeah, they're just gonna make it. They stole one at home, but they're not coming back from three one. No, I don't think so either. I don't and think- I would rather it just end, honestly. Than being drawn out. Yeah, I mean, I would, I'd be okay if it, if it, if they, if it gets drawn out and the Heat win it. Like if they That's come back, happen. it's not gonna happen. But hey, kind of dreams, but, hopes. So, do you think where does this put Jokic then in the conversation of NBA hierarchy? You think does this unquestionably make him the best player, or do you think because prior to this series mm-hmm. or this final, this playoff run? I feel like it was unquestionable by most basketball people that Giannis was the best player in the world. Yeah. So this do you is think 
his injury negates that and it's still up for discussion? Or do you think Jokic has just been so dominant this playoff run? I think he's been so dominant this playoff run and also the past two years. Like mm-hmm. I think that he is the best player. If he wins this, he is the best player in the NBA now. But then he, like, what happened to Embiid and him getting the MVP trophy? Yeah. It kind of, the same thing happened to Giannis. Uh-huh. Like, he had won two in a row. And there, everybody was like, "Oh, he didn't do it. He hasn't won a championship yet. He won it that year, right?" And then he was kind of crowned the undisputed best player in the world. Ja- or Jokic won his two MVPs. Oh, he hasn't done it yet. And then right. he goes on his big run. And then so they're kind of in the same boat for sure. And, but I think there's been a lot of players that that's happened to. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that's one of those. Oh, like it, I think for me, it does make it like, and this is kind of something where. I sent you that one, and it was like uh, where it was like golf versus come avid golfer, and mm-hmm. so golf. Versus, That's why I bring it up because of yeah. Embiid. Yeah, uh, and so in those in that breakdown, like so right now, like Scotty Scheffler is the best player in the world when it comes to golf, mm-hmm. and so they had him compared to Jokic, and then like Giannis was compared to Roy McIlroy, mm-hmm. who Roy McIlroy has like the best swing. Like mm-hmm. everybody's like, I mean, his swing is just perfect almost all the time. Um, and he has a bunch of like, but I would equate that. I think a swing to me I, as a golf, n- not yeah, even yeah. novice, like that's technique. It and is. Giannis is just so physically dominant. I don't know that it, but to it's me, also, it doesn't match up, but it's also, so also it's still one of the same things like with Shaq is mm-hmm. so it's all basketball is really a game of positioning mm-hmm. and they are so good at just being in the right position. Yeah. Like all the time being in the right position to make a play. And with his size and everything, it's it is just like the you know the situational awareness mm-hmm. to be able to to go in there and then just be like, oh okay, like this is where I'm at. This is what I need to do. This is where I need to be. This is where you're at. This is how I maximize this. You mm-hmm. know, it's one of the things like LeBron James used to be really good at. I mean, he still is good at it now, but he also had the physical capabilities mm-hmm. to just be in the right place all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, Steph Curry does it too, but it's it, the, the, but it it is one of those like. I see that, of course, I play golf, so I see that comparison where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, definitely. The one that I didn't like or agree with was, uh, you know, Jimmy Buckets and this guy named Brooks Kepka, who mm-hmm. Brooks Kepka is probably more like LeBron James, where LeBron or Brooks Kepka has a lot of, like, he is, like, knocking on the door of, like— It was weird they didn't have LeBron included at yeah. all in that. Yeah, which, which I, I had told you, it was all based on hype right now. You know, okay. like, but because he was Jimmy still so far into the like they don't have an old veteran that's just kind of still sticking around and because I thought I don't Phil Mickelson isn't he kind of yeah. still relevant didn't yeah, he win he recently uh, he, he did he did something pretty good I mean but Phil Mickelson he is like the short game master mm. like he's the guy who does like crazy things and he can definitely get in there and compete so you're right that that probably would be the good one because Phil Mickelson is so good like he's only. I think he's like like he's never won one of them, which I think is the U.S. Open, is the one that he's never won. Which mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, and he would have a grand slam. They had Michael Jordan as Tiger, one hundred percent. So that that doesn't really that's weird that they just include oh, Michael gotcha. Jordan, but then everybody else is just current players. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, because it's and I think it's because Tiger, like he still plays, but I mean he's just older, mm-hmm. um, and and really. Like uh, and well, no, because they had Bill Russell in there with uh, Jack yeah, Nicholas. That's true. Uh, or Jack Nichols, and so Jack, 
Um, he has like the most titles, mm-hmm. but Tiger has was like, the best. Yeah, I mean he was eye test. Wise. So well, not even eye test, dude. Just dominance. Mm-hmm. Like, was he then, how he? It wasn't just that he won. It was then like that knowledge also how he won. I feel like Shaq would be the better comparison then, or was Tiger's run longer than? Shaq's was oh Tiger's run was was really long okay like it was because that's the thing is that Jordan did it twice right mm-hmm. he had the the two three peats um yeah and and then you know it, and so it was like the dominance was just in it was just insane it was yeah. like just insurmountable like he had like and some of those stories are just are just crazy mm-hmm. so then the one I not knowing anything about golf. Are you at looking all. it up? Yeah, I'm, oh, that's I'm awesome. looking at it right now. The John Rahm and Joel Embiid, because the they have a description for all the players. Yeah, and they say best player right now, physical, fiery competitor. Yeah, and I don't feel like that description lines up with Embiid really at all. Because to me, he's not even in the he's he won the MVP, but he's not in the discussion of best player right now. I think there's a multitude of guys you could place above him in terms of having that honor. Right. So even with that, so if, but is John Rom that guy? Like, is he the most physically gifted? I guess. Um, or I mean, and that's I wouldn't say he's physically he's physically gifted. He he does have so he has a shorter backswing because he generates so much power mm-hmm. that he can do a shorter backswing and then still crush it like three hundred something yards, which um, is is just wild. However, though, a lot of that too in that one. So John Rahm won the Masters this year, mm-hmm. and the Masters happens I think like in March, April, somewhere around there. Like, and so the Masters is like the tournament to win. Like you were saying, it's the equivalent of an MVP. It trophy, really is, essentially. Yeah. So like all year long, he's going to be referred to as the Masters winner. Mm-hmm. You know, even if he doesn't win anything else for the rest of the year, like he's going to be known as the but guy I feel who won like the Masters. Just on the outside looking in, the Masters. I feel like there's always some since Tiger got off his run. Mm-hmm. I feel like watching ESPN when golf or something, somebody random or I guess random to me because I don't follow golfing. Like last recently, there was some guy Bubba something that won. Huh? Bubba, I think it was Bubba Watson. Oh, Bubba Watson's been around forever though. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just oblivious to it. I feel like somebody new is always winning the Masters. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yes. Or there's a lot of parody. There, there's a lot of parody. Like so, um, the crazy thing. So, so the Masters is just like a super prestigious tournament, mm-hmm. and once you win the Masters, you get to play in the Masters for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like you get an invitation to go, which is wild. Yeah. Um, and so, and there's a lot of cool things like about the Masters, which maybe we'll talk about as like next year when we get closer to it. Mm-hmm. But. To get into the Masters, it's like super expensive. Like the tickets are really ridiculous. But once you get into like on the sites, everything is the same price that it was like sixty years ago. Oh wow! So like a like a sandwich is a dollar. It's like Costco and their hot dogs. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. But it's that's kind of like the the whole allure of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything, and they only serve like ten items. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a egg and pimento cheese sandwich. You know, like some of it's just really weird stuff. And then, like, one's like a pulled pork sandwich. You're like, oh, cool. But there's a lot of prestige and stuff that goes into the Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, there always is someone who comes up. And it's just like anything. I think it's just like anything else. 
in sports, you're going to have somebody who's going to show up and they're going to play really good. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's going to want to talk about that person. Like, Oh my gosh, can you believe so-and-so like they showed up and showed out in a big moment. So that's, I think that's what happens. And so that's where a lot of people kind of see and, and, and hear about the, these lesser known guys who Mm -hmm. are just coming up. Yeah. There was a guy, um, I think his name was, I think his last name was Bennett or something like that, but he ended up signing with ping and he was like 21 years old. So even if he won, he couldn't do nothing because he was still a college athlete NCAA rules. Oh, they can't play in they those can, tournaments? They can play. They just can't take home any of the money. That's so dumb. Which was, which for him would have been like $280,000 or Why can't crazy. they? Because they're, even with NIL now, they can't? So it's different with NIL because those are endorsement deals and mm. not actual winnings. That's so dumb. I know, man. I know. <laughs> I, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, you're good enough to be pro. Actually, you're good enough to take home two hundred eighty thousand dollars this week. Who gets it then? If they, if he would have won, uh, they just it, it just goes to the next guy. So like, like if if they can't even like put it away for him or anything like that. I have no or idea. Or he can't man. give it to his dad. Or I have no That's idea. So scummy. Yeah, for man. sure. Like, hey, we're gonna use your lightness, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, dude. It's, I mean, the NCAA is just, yeah, I don't know. Corrupt. I don't, I don't know. For sure. I mean, it's all about money. They're, yeah. I get it. They're trying to figure it out because they want to make sure that, 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 you know, smaller schools stay relevant, can stay relevant somehow. I don't care about but, them staying relevant. <laughs> well, right, because then it would become paying players, which mm. I'm actually for paying players. But yeah. it's just like across the board. Everybody yeah. gets 50K. There's just too many schools with programs, like lessen the amount of college ath- or just make separate divisions. Yeah. Like these smaller schools shouldn't be playing with Alabama and stuff like that. Well, or just make it make it a cap. Yeah. For straight from the school, 50,000. You know, like that's still really good. I mean, for, for a college athlete. I think the issue is the amount of money that they're bringing in. And then people complain about the cut that the players are getting. Right. I think that's why NIL came about and everything like and that. See, I would, and see, and, and I and so, and I don't know, maybe this figures it out, maybe it doesn't, but let's say... Because they're still going to make ridiculous amounts of money. 100%. 100%. But then make it to where, hey, like, some of these larger schools, like Florida, Alabama, like, they have to subsidize for the rest of their state. So, How so? their state athletes. So... Um, like the, the Alabama the, Tech or whatever they have to share revenue yeah. share. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. They're already doing that for like the program, like the swimming team or whatever, right? And all that stuff. Absolutely, but they got so much money, you know. And then just yeah. look at that and be like, okay, look. So based upon this, like, if you're a football player, we're going to pay you based on the revenue. Like, you're gonna get, you know. 50,000 a year, mm-hmm. you know, and then everyone gets that. And then if you have NIL deals on top of that, good for you. Learn how to learn how to be responsible. Basketball, maybe it's like, oh, hey, y'all don't bring in as much, you know, so that way for like Duke and, but make like 50 the, the cap. Mm-hmm. And so then for like Duke and North Carolina, were those <laughs> to like pay the players? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. yeah like, like this is, this is what you get for, for playing. Yeah. Like this is everybody and, gets 50,000 or just the, NIL athletes. No, no, everyone does. Okay. Everyone does. And then the, the, then the NIL is like, hey, whatever's extra for Whatever you. you can make on your own. Absolutely. Because yeah. like NCAA, you know the NCAA game is coming back? Yes. So they, I don't know the, how valid it is, but they were saying 
the players were only going to get like $500 for their likeness. Oh. And for a game, I don't know. I feel like that's some random college student, $500 a year. I feel like that's a... I mean, that's for the rest of their life or just for oh, the time I think, of the game? Or I think one time? just that year that the game is out. I mean, and you have to look at it and see... I mean, you have to look at it too from like a, you know... Because with the amount of players that there are, that's a lot, a lot of, of money. A lot of money. It wouldn't... I don't think it would be sustainable to offer much more than that. Yeah. I mean... They, they're making it for a profit. Right. I and mean, you're talking about if it's a thousand players, that's $500,000. Yeah. You know, so... Um, I, I I look I at that and I'm like, all right, like that's that's cool, you know, like that's of course they'd have to sign off on that, mm-hmm. and then because the other thing though too that has to come into it as well is you're also getting the publicity. Mm-hmm. So there's some things that will help you out, like yeah. later on, like people are gonna want to know who who was Denard Robinson, mm-hmm. who was Pat White, who was yeah. Ryan Slayton, like who are these guys, you mm-hmm. know, like wait a minute, like how good was, you know, oh, Aaron Hernandez was actually like a 93 overall, yeah. you know? I mean, so like, yeah. you know, oh, so he was really good, not just really good at killing people. Um, no, I'm <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, Ooh, wow. I know, that one went dark. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, hey, that, that's that's what they said on the, um, on the, the documentary, so... Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Uh, I mean, he was found guilty. So, but. Yeah. Allegedly. (laughs) Do the uh, Pat McAfee. Allegedly. (laughs) Um, He's hilarious. uh, Dude, he's great, man. He he cracks me up. Uh, So, I I think that there is something there with the, the, like, with the college sports. There's definitely enough money to be passed around. So... Because even know think that, about this, sorry, real, real quick. So even think about this, like if you're on a partial scholarship, mm-hmm. but you're also getting paid for being an athlete like, or you're a walk-on mm-hmm. and you make the team and then they do have to do that, like that money's already set aside for you. Yeah. Dude, that helps pay for your school. Mm-hmm. That helps you live, pay for your school. I mean, it helps out so, so yeah. much. But like, so I know that there's live and PGA. Okay. So if, is live, are they not a thing at all anymore? Are they, I don't know how that deal worked out. No one. I didn't even that. know that they were combining. I thought because I sent you a reel or something of some yes. guy that was just joking about the ridiculous amount of money he has coming back and playing with the PGA players. Oh yeah, and it's been it's been great. So, but if like that guy, the twenty one year old guy, if he went to live, uh-huh. would he be able to make money with them or? I mean, he just has to leave. That's just it. He just has to leave college. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Like, so he would just have to leave. So college. it's an NCAA thing, not a PGA or exactly. live thing. Exactly. So I just live. wouldn't play. Why even play college? Once you, I know, right? Once golf. you get to that part, is you're just like, if right, you're cool. making the Masters, yeah. Well, I would drop out of college. Yeah. I mean, because well, he'll get picked up on the tour now. He's mm-hmm. already sponsored by Ping. And so, like, he can go and get on the tour now and be good. And, and I'm and not going to money. another physics class ever if well, I'm on the PGA Tour. 100%. 100%. Like, I don't need that degree. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're set. Um, and then and he's like, you know, and then you get all the, the fame and everything that goes with it, the notoriety. You could even, yeah. you, could even you know, go be a golf coach mm-hmm. and still make really good money at a really prestigious clubhouse or, or a club and be just fine. Play nice yeah. courses, get to meet people, all those fun things. So 
Yeah, so like the whole PGA, PGA and Live Tour, like they merged, and that's where things like didn't Live just start too? It did. It How did. long have they been in existence then? Last year. Oh, so it, did they even make it a year? Uh, so this they were they're on their second year, and the thing is, is that they are backed by just insane amounts of money from yeah um, saudis are buying up a lot of they bought the ufc the wwe did they buy the ufc mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah wow i thought it was some other so uh they bought the wwe mm-hmm. wow i mean so they just i mean they're just playing the long game for entertainment yeah. it looks like they uh, and then i know they were like crossing over wwe because i know there was oh. like an unofficial crossover i think they were trying to bring some legitimate crossovers to the wwe and ufc huh that would be really dangerous yeah that's like one like these guys like one's entertainment and the other one are like straight killers that are just in control Mm -hmm. of themselves but genuinely because i know a lot of the ufc stars or i don't follow the wwe yeah so i don't i know like ronda rousey brock lesnar they're big names in the wwe like once they're ufc career is over there's kind of like a pipeline to the uf wwe for sure for sure for them to make more money and not mm-hmm. get and do not no longer have to worry about getting punched in the face yeah like like legit like i mean it, you know the risk of a concussion is there for both of them mm-hmm. but one is far less yeah. than the one, other one i'm fake punching you one i'm actually punching yes. you <laughs> like these, kneeing you elbowing you yeah like these guys actually yeah. like will wrestle like in back-to-back weeks like nobody's fighting back-to-back yeah like n- no one unless you mm-hmm. can get out there and you punch the guy once and then he hits the ground and you get to walk out and like like a knockout and mm-hmm. you don't even get hit and you're like oh, but even great. that like the camp leading up to it is so oh, like that's why most a lot of guys don't make it through camp uninjured for sure for sure i mean it's eight to 12 weeks of you just like uh the most torturous like even just weight cutting is intense so intense and yeah. tough on your body yeah i mean and these guys are like dude they're cutting so much weight mm-hmm. like the guys are you know like my goal is and like my health journey is like i want to be and we talked you know about this like before it's like you know that I want to be 200 pounds, you know, but strong, Solid, yeah. yeah, strong 200 pounds. I've never been like a strong, you know, like, yeah. like I'm really, and lean. I haven't been under 200 pounds <laughs> since like my eighth grade year of high school. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, and, and you know, we sent jokes back and forth, like, dude, we're about to be the power team, yes. you know, and so I was like, all right, cool, you know, and but these guys. Like they're going from like two oh five, cutting down to one hundred and seventy pounds. Yeah, and they're in a very short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, so they're actually starting at like, so they're starting because they're training at weight at like they're walking around weight. Yeah, and then at eight weeks out, they start they start lowering their calorie intake, all while training. Yes, like the most intense training you can imagine. And then these nutritionists, the day, uh, like, like so after they weigh in, they have 24 hours to rehydrate, mm-hmm. whatever else. And then this guy gets to consume like 8,000 calories. Mm-hmm. And he goes, dude, I finally feel as good as I felt in six weeks. Yeah. And the dude is Like going, IVs and all kinds of stuff to rehydrate. Dude. Yeah. I, actually, I don't think you can do IV. Really? Yeah. But, okay. they, but they start pouring that water back into mm-hmm. him. Like they start drinking, they start eating, like, and the guy will go from 170 to 192 yeah in 24 hours (laughs) yeah 
It's insane. Dude, like this, I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, like 22 pounds? Healthy. No. But, the, yeah. but I mean, that's what the guy fights at, and mm-hmm. that's what makes him just an absolute machine. Like, yeah. that's what they said about John Jones. It's like, you would fight John Jones, you would think you're, you're, go, you're, like, you're both weighing in there at 205, mm-hmm. and then, no, like, fight night, John Jones is between- 250. <laughs> yes, he was really close. Like, he yeah. was- he was adding like 30 pounds. Like this dude's 235 in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Izzy went up to fight at 205 and he was like fighting right at 205. Yeah. And didn't cut weight or anything Didn't cut like weight, that. nothing like that. And so, and then but he- Who did he lose to? Bo- yeah. Blahovich? Blahovich. Yeah. Jan Blahovich. And then yeah. the guy that uh, Izzy beat, like the- he, Yeah. That, do you think that's going to be a good fight? Oh, that'd be great. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like they're going to sit up there and, and bang and punch yeah. each other in the face. It's going to be- awesome yeah um yeah i mean it'll be really good because that Pereira guy he's massive like mm-hmm. he was standing next to other 205ers and made them look small yeah so i mean he was some of these guys are cutting like 50 60 pounds mm-hmm. now they've just got it down to a science yeah. and which is one of the things that they said that's one of the things that made gsp so good back in the day was because he knew he, how to cut he knew how to cut weight yeah. like just his nutrition that was my i loved wrestling and i never cut to uh-huh. wrestle at my weight because it was all like it was just in addition to football yeah. and i felt <laughs> i faced some huge dudes <laughs> and you're just like this is so dumb yeah because like, i remember one time they asked me to like wave the weight or whatever in high school what <laughs> i destroyed the. it was just a big fat dude oh and the okay, coach gotcha. was like you got him. Yeah. And I, like, I just took him down. It was probably the easiest victory I ever had. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, there, there's some of those where I remember I was, I remember I was doing jujitsu with this guy and he was much bigger than I was. Yeah. He was like, and he was losing weight, but he was a defensive lineman. Mm. And, um, no, no, he was an offensive lineman. And we started out in side control, which mm. I know you know what that is. Yeah. And so, uh, we started out in side control and this dude just bench pressed me off of him. <laughs> oh. I was like, yeah, no. Like, there's there's a reason that there are yeah. weight classes because I'm in the right position. I'm doing everything right. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't negate his immense strength <laughs> advantage that he has over you. I saw a jiu-jitsu thing, and it was like, it's like look. Jiu-jitsu I, gives you the best fighting chance against someone like that, though. 100%. That's why I want to put my daughter in jiu-jitsu. Oh, nice. Because even if there is a size advantage, if it's not to that degree, yeah. you can make up for it with technique. Absolutely. If you can get on their back, you can yeah. make it absolutely horrendous for them, mm-hmm. you know? Um and if you're a real big dirt bag, which they don't teach you, but I mean, they should teach you, you know, like an arm bar, like you could get someone yeah. in an arm bar and then they could be muscling you out um, unless you teach them how to you wrist can, lock and finger lock from there. And you can absolutely like. But then even then you can, even if they're strong enough to pull their arm out, there's things that you can transition into that aren't as strength dependent oh that's what i'm saying Dude, oh got, a, got you a, a wrist lock and a finger lock like yeah. they're not allowed but they're dirtbag moves like competitively because <laughs> yeah. if you think about it, you have their arm yeah i wouldn't want to put my daughter in jujitsu f- 
to compete just to for self defense purposes at all. So teach her all the wrist locks. Absolutely, absolutely. Like like okay, what's the one knee drag that I'm not supposed to do? That will teach me that one. Yeah, that all the illegal illegal stuff. Yes, that will absolutely (laughs) poking in the eye. Yeah, I can shred somebody. (laughs) So do you think about this? So what they would do is back in the day. So you have the the arm bar. Mm -hmm. You're getting out. Well, then they would just like like you're fighting, and then what they do is like they just take your wrist and they bend it like this. I would tickle people when I wrestle. <laughs> they wouldn't give me an arm or a wrist or something. Yeah. I would tickle people. <laughs> the worst thing about wrestling is the oil check. That one is. I never got oil checked. Thank I, God. Yeah. I heard people telling me about it, and I was like, I would never wrestle for that one reason. Yeah. But you have these guys who are like ultra competitive, mm-hmm. and they're just like, yeah, dude, it's just part of it, man. Like, you just yeah. got to be ready and don't get flipped. And I'm. <laughs> <laughs> like nah bro I ain't, I ain't the one yeah um yeah so how we got off oh because the, the Saudi Arabia is buying up yes. so so have you ever watched the full swing documentary on Netflix Mm-mm. great one to watch even if you don't like golf even if you don't like okay. golf yeah it'll actually get you into golf okay and so um uh so Watch the full swing documentary. It's great. Is it what know. is the premise of that? Or it, it, they just follow along with him through through with like some a season of them. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And is it live uh, or PGA? It actually they actually recorded it and then live showed up during the middle of it. Oh. And then they said on this one they were recording it and they got the call for the merger on it. Uh, and they're so like season two or something. Yeah, season two hasn't come out yet. They're okay. filming it right now, which is going to be just absolutely bananas yeah. because everyone when it happened, I mean all day. So was the guy that I sent the reel of that was like clowning the PGA guys? Is that an actual golfer? No, no, he, oh. he's just making fun of because so <laughs> that was hilarious. It was hilarious <laughs> because they were saying like, oh, there's all these fines, there's all these stipulations, this and that. Like someone wanted to come and play. Well, they because he used to so PGA holds an event every week, and mm-hmm. I think Liv holds one like once a month mm-hmm. or something like that, and they make it more like. Like you're actually out on the golf course, like you're hanging out with your friends, you're you're able to wear shorts, like I mean, because dude, these guys are playing in pants mm-hmm. in Georgia, yeah, in like a hundred and fifty percent humidity, <laughs> yeah, and it's like eighty to eighty or sorry ninety degrees outside. That's insane. Miserable, yeah. right? Like just and they have to walk the whole course, right? They don't. you have to walk the whole course, yeah, yeah. And so live like they they changed it. You could be you could talk at certain points, which there's one on the PGA Tour, the Waste Management Open, that's real loud, and you don't normally go to that one unless you're just like you're real mentally tough and you're mm-hmm. fine with the um like the you know the distractions, yeah, yeah the golf fun scene, mm-hmm. um and and the so golf what fun. Because golf is supposed to be fun. So, like, whenever, okay. like, yeah, so, like, I go out and play, like, I have a speaker that I put on the golf cart. Mm-hmm. So, it plays music while I, I'm out there. Yeah. Um, and then, and then you know, if you want to have, you know, some drinks or, mm-hmm. or you know, Powerade or transfusions, whatever that is, like, you're out there hanging out, like, having fun. So, you're not even allowed to have, obviously not alcohol on right. the PGA, but you can't have drinks, like, uh, you a can Powerade? Have like, yeah, you can have, like, water and stuff like that, but it's... You can't have... You like a snacks. Gatorade or Powerade? No, or no, yeah, you okay. can. Yeah, you can have all that. Yeah, because, dude, you're walking for like five hours. Yeah. I mean, it's brutal. Even, and then you have, you know, your caddies carrying your bag. But still, like, yeah. you're having to walk that whole course. Um, But it was, but if you're having to do that week in and week out, and not only that, you practice. You don't just go there and play, um, what is it? I think they play 72 holes. Mm-hmm. So they play four times of uh, Thursday, Friday, 
And then if you do good on Thursday and Friday, you make the cut. And then once you mm-hmm. make the cut, that means you're getting paid. You're like top half. Okay. You are getting a paycheck. Bottom half, you get nothing. And so then um, you get then you know, on Saturday and Sunday, you're playing for whatever position you're. So you're for like for. the college guy, he made the cut. Yeah. And it, what and happens it, to his money? Does just somebody that didn't make the cut gets it, or no? Does it just go into the bigger pool? It goes into the bigger uh, pool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that that's all that was. It, it, you know, if he if he tied for fifth or whatever, then fifth place gets all that money mm. instead of it being split up. You know, so um, everybody doesn't get a cut of it. No, oh. no, no. Each each position, the person down below them. Yeah. So, each so they would person, make more money than the fourth place, then, right? No, 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 because no. it would be it's so like if it's you and I exponentially tied, more. Yeah, so like oh, if you okay. and I tied for fifth place, now sixth place, if it was just one person, they could have made more money than you and me mm. because you and I had to split, split fifth place. Exactly, exactly, and so so on and so forth, gotcha. right? But at least I think so. It could be it. It could they, they it could dwindle out, but I don't I don't think that it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with whenever Liv came in, they came in and they were just buying players out. Yeah. The Saudis have like unlimited <laughs> funds. It seems to be that way yeah. because it's a bunch of them together. Um, and so they have all this money and with the tour uh, or sorry. So they started just paying these players like, Hey, you know what? You don't want to play every weekend. Actually, what if we did this? You only play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we give you more money than they're making in the PGA as yeah. well. Well, not only that. So instead of you having to, um, so instead of you only making $2 million, if you win, you'll make, $4 million if you win. And mm-hmm. we're going to put you on a team. So it's not just so individualistic, but we're going to try to do some team branding and team marketing. So there's a payout if your team wins. So now whenever you're not doing good, there's still an extra incentive to play mm-hmm. good. And I'm going to give you $200 million just for signing up to play with us. Yeah, they that's ridiculous. And they're like, oh, for real? Yeah. Bye. Like, all right, cool. Didn't Tiger get offered like five hundred million or something? Something crazy. So there's a there's like six guys, and they got offered like two point one billion dollars collectively. <laughs> it like to leave and come over, yeah. and they all said no. But it was like Roy McIlroy, um, Hideki Matsui, uh, Tiger I that's Woods, a baseball player. Hideki uh, Matsui. That sounds like a uh, somebody that oh used to play for the Mariners. Uh, no, no, Ichiro. You're thinking of Ichiro. I feel like there's somebody else. Is it? Maybe I said the wrong name, but I'm pretty sure it's Hideki Matsui. Um, you you probably know him better than I do. That just name sounded familiar. It did sound so familiar that I, now I'm like looking it up. Are uh, you right, dude? Um, Hideki Matsui Trivial is a Pursuit Master. Yes. Uh, Trivial Pursuit <laughs> Master. It's Hideki Matsuyami. Okay. Matsuyama. Is so that's why I mixed them up. So is the golfer Hideki Matsuyama? I need a crown or something, bro. You've been killing it. Oh, when it comes master. to the sports, when it comes to the sports, you've been you've been crushing it, bro. Um, and so Hideki Matsuyama, uh, who's massive over in Asia, of course, mm-hmm. like all of Asia. Well, he uh, and and he is sponsored by the brand um, uh, Srixon. Okay. And Srixon is actually the largest golf company in the world mm-hmm. because they're they just capitalize on the Asia market. Mm-hmm. And supposedly there have been rumors that he was actually offered the most money, even more than Tiger Woods. Oh wow! Because he would give direct access to all of Asia, mm-hmm. which is obviously more people, yeah. more people, more eyeballs, more eyeballs, more advertising, and so on and so forth. Um, 
And like some of them were saying like it was, they were even offering him like close to a billion dollars. And, and he said, no, mm-hmm. like he said, no, I'm going to stick with the PGA tour. And so all these guys said, no, doesn't their PGA have their equivalent of like a team thing? No, I don't no, know that they do the riders, the Ryder cup, the Ryder okay. cup. And it's basically just us versus the world. Oh. And so, um, but what's wild is that all these guys that left got bank, bank, <laughs> Like highest paid athletes, that's what that was in the world. That's bank. what was so funny about the the real like. I'm, we don't have to play for money, but if we do, <laughs> I got it. Like, I got enough money to build individual for that guy. That real was so hilarious. I think I sent you. I, he, I think he's made a couple of them, and I, I think I might have sent one to you. But he was like, he's like, oh man, you know, I know these guys like. Dude, they're going to be upset that we're coming back. They were just like, yeah. Yo, what up, liver? You know? And yeah. so, I mean, they're just saying all these different things. And uh, what's, what's up, my live dudes? You know, so all these live guys are showing yeah. up. And uh, and he... And so he is was, the PGA adjusting any rules to accommodate? We have no idea yet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they announced the merger, uh, you know, and so the guy who was like the commissioner for the PGA, he's getting a ton of crap. Yeah. Rightfully so. Um because they took like this moral high ground and now they're folding because yeah. the PGA Tour is actually a quote unquote nonprofit. It's a nonprofit, but then the commissioner gets to drive or, or goes around in a private jet, private food, like all these crazy yeah. things. It makes like $20 million a year. It makes more than, uh, than, than most players do mm-hmm. off of their winnings, which is wild. <laughs> so... Um, so all these, yeah, so all these things have kind of like, they had all came together and like the mm-hmm. fact that they're like, Hey, we're actually merging all these together. Is it kind of the being perceived as the PGA, just waving the white flag and admitting defeat? I don't know. And that's the thing is, cause that, what incentive is there for live to rejoin just well, the credibility that the PGA has? The, the, the PGA tour does have more credibility. Um, the history that 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 it has because it just has so many more players, so many more everything. Did right? the PGA lose like big stars? They did lose some big stars, but not enough to, um, uh, not enough to, to justify yeah. merging. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mm. it, it had to have come down to a money thing because they're they're taking away they're merging to become a for profit in entity, whereas like I said, the PGA Tour was a non profit in entity. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens. So are there changes that come along with switching to a for-profit? Just just stuff on the back end. And like obviously, they're going to be in it to make money, mm-hmm. right? And that was like the big deal is that they're in it to make money. And Liv wasn't doing too great. Really? Yeah. I mean, they were... They just didn't have the names or something? But they or? had the names. And it was just like where they were being broadcast, like mm-hmm. who was covering it, all these things. And the and the play was still... I mean, they had world-class talent. Yeah. Like the... Um, uh, uh, Brooks Kepka was in the was in the hunt for the Masters, and then he won another major, which there's only four majors out of the year, mm-hmm. and he won a major. So I mean, he was absolutely, and he, and he plays on the Live Tour, and absolutely, he was like he was he there. one of the guys in the NBA comparison. Yes. Who was his comparison? His comparison was um, Jimmy Butler. Okay. And he was the one who I said no, it should should have been. been LeBron. Yeah, because okay. he's like. He has some of the highest accolades, like, and he's had some off years, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one that makes me like where he just come up short, like off years. LeBron, like making it there, being in the hunt, didn't finish it out, you know. Yeah. Whereas you know Tiger and and MJ, like, if they're in the hunt, they're winning it. Like yeah. it was just like, oh, that was 
<laughs> that was game over, you know. Um, whereas, like, with, with Kepka, I was like, that's probably more. He's may go down as, like, the second-best golfer because he's still young, and mm-hmm. he's playing some really good golf. Um, you just have to get on, like, a long streak. Yeah. But there's other great players, too. Roy McIlroy could have that. Um, Scotty Scheffler. I mean, there's some there's some killers out there, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, guys who just – they just – I mean, flip the switch, and then next thing you know, they're 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 winning. Mm-hmm. But live doesn't take. So playing playing, if you've ever, I've done one golf trip, and man, you get tired. Like you yeah. may do great the first day, or maybe your first day is a warm up, then your second day, you're like, oh man, I'm feeling good. You play, but really I feel good like golf. that's with any sporting activity. If your body isn't used to the grind of doing it day in day out, yeah you're not equipped to withstand the physical demand that it is to do that. Right. So like somebody that plays pickup games every day, essentially, they're a lot more inclined to be able to go out and play a pickup game. You and I go out, we're in bed for (laughs) the weekend. No. Yeah. But at the same time though, there's also like just with anything else that one extra day, makes a huge difference because mm-hmm. they're playing like they'll be they'll be out there practicing the round that they're going to play or the course for like two or three days before that mm-hmm. before the actual tournament so they're taking notes they're figuring out where everything is okay gotcha all right so when we come to this one so now during the tournament they're not just showing up day of yeah or day before and be like all right let's do this like they're they've already been there for a few days for the week essentially mm-hmm. and then are figuring it all out playing some practice rounds so playing one more round on sunday made it really difficult on a lot of guys or actually one more round on thursday i can't remember i can't remember if they do if live does friday saturday sunday or if they do thursday friday saturday but they mm-hmm. only essentially do um 54 holes instead of the 72 mm-hmm. and which allows some of it just it, there's the, there is the argument of like hey look dude we just we just cut this out real quick, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't a whole lot. So, uh, I'm really excited to see what happens and when's what, their first event as a merge. We don't know, man. They, they, they've kept it. They just announced the merger and then they kept everything really quiet oh, since wow. then. So, and then, yeah. So then other sports, when did games. they announce the merger last Tuesday? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were about to record and I was like, Oh my gosh. I think right after we got done recording, I was just like, Oh my goodness, look at all this. This is incredible. <laughs> so I guess I didn't realize the gravity of it or even that they had merged. Yeah. I thought they were just coming back like you know how the WNBA the players go and play in Russia. Right. I thought it was that kind of situation. Like the live season was over and they come back and it, this was like ABA NBA stuff. Oh, like wow. AFL NFL things. Like Whoa, holy smokes. So you hoping that Liv brings any of the things that they brought to fruition into the PGA? I don't know. That's going to be the thing. I think there were some fun things that they did, but they really made a lot of it kind of like how the waste management open is, where it's it's respectable, but at the same time, like it's a lot of fun. Like It's more like that party It's not golf. respected. It is respected. It is? Yeah, yeah, it is respected. Like I just mean, it's still respectable, but it's not like, it's not like, overly uptight uh okay you know what i mean like oh hey like we're gonna you know get out here and it's not ritualistic yes yeah which i feel like it's kind of already slowly gotten to where it wasn't like that you know Mm -hmm. i mean it's still kind of quiet and stuff yeah 
where they do some things that just make it fun. Like I think they did. I think if they did more of the ones that are like the the waste management open, like those would be really cool because those are really fun and funny. I think of it kind of like it equates to me in my mind, kind of like baseball, like the old boys club or whatever, where they don't right. want like the bat flipping or the fun stuff, quote unquote. In exactly, exactly, and I think hopefully I'm hoping that there's like a swing going back from like oh okay like here's where the dirty things like that that, like that's that that would happen in sports Mm -hmm. you know and then um and now they swung it to where it's like oh now there's like no fun in sports yeah and then like needed to find that middle ground where it's like hey trash talk is okay yeah part of the game um it's part like the meta the game inside the game Mm -hmm. there's you know there's the excitement the joy you know the you know, just all those things where it's not just so, everything is not just so uptight and it takes a lot of the fun out of the games. Yeah. It's like when it comes down to it, like guys, like we're watching sports, mm-hmm. which is a game. Yeah. Like this is a game that somebody put together and we all liked and we're like, cool, let's go for it. You know, yeah. and we all enjoyed it. I think that's what part of what turns me off to baseball and golf is uh-huh. how buttoned up it is. And it doesn't come off as a game or fun or anything like that. It's just so rule dependent and tradition dependent. Yeah, I actually, I, whenever uh, me and my buddy we played golf yesterday, uh, we played with um, it was this other guy, and it was like his it was his second time ever playing. Mm-hmm. And I remember being that person, and you're just like you're so worried about like everything that you're doing because some people can get because there are some people who get really uptight about golf. Yeah. Um, and I was like, dude, like, trust, like, we're probably, like, some of the people that you want to play with because, mm-hmm. like, I was like, I'm not that good. And, like, we're just going to get out here and have a good time. Yeah. And so, and and he, and, and just try and work on our game, have fun, enjoy the camaraderie, enjoy being outside. Like, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Where, and so, uh, <laughs> but he, you know, he was a little nervous because he thought it was just going to be him and, and, uh and his friend that, that were out there playing and you just get out, get to get out there by yourself. And then mm-hmm. there's not that pressure of two other people that you don't know, somebody getting frustrated cause you're too slow or too fast mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And we were just like, Oh man. And so I need to get out and play around before. Do I need to get anything to be able to play? Just some clubs, baby. I can't rent a set for like know. a round. I don't know. Or you don't know anybody that could let me borrow a set for a day? I don't, I'm still waiting to hear back from my buddy. So okay. I, got, I got an old set that I gave him. And the guy was like, oh, I got three sets. And I was like, why'd you why Call him you out on one? pod right now. Oh, nah, man. He don't even listen, bro. <laughs> and so, Send uh, him the clip. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So if I can get those back from him, like those would be those would be a good, like I said, good starter set. Oh, okay. Um, and, of course, if you know, you could, there, there's so many entry ways into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, finding a set on Facebook or, yeah. you know, play it against sports, whatever. You don't need... Um, is, that's a big financial investment for I mean, it's less than, curiosity. It's less than a console. But I know I'm going to play the console. I'm going to come back to the console. I don't know that I'll have an interest in golf. Oh, man. Do you, the one thing that I have learned is that like the older that we get and like just in business dealings and stuff, being able to play golf is always a big win. Yeah. And I always warn people, if you're competitive, don't pick up golf because it's an expensive sport. <laughs> And you will get out there because once you learn, I did pick it up in basic though. Like I, that was kind of my, I didn't have a console. Okay. And one of my buddies that I was in tech school with, he played golf in high school. So he kind of drugged me along. Oh, nice. And 
I played a few times. My wife bought me a set of clubs. And what? I, after I got out of tech school, I didn't really have an interest in, I was also like 22. Yeah. So I don't know if I was. I think that's part of it. Like if, unless you're, unless you have somebody that you're playing it regularly with, mm-hmm. like that, um, like whenever you're younger, cause I got my first set of clubs, like when I was like, I mean, I got them whenever I was younger and I didn't like it cause I, I liked baseball and basketball cause it was more fast paced. Um, but knowing what I know now, I would have mm-hmm. been like, oh man, dude, having been able to play golf in the business world yeah. is a massive advantage, mm-hmm. massive, massive advantage because you get to be around certain people who have investors, different things like that. It's super helpful. Yeah. Um, just as we, as we get older, I have, I have, I have learned <laughs> in my personal experience, uh, I, I and I just wish that I would have paid more attention May, or just just picked it up. Plus, too, golf is the easiest sport to get a free ride in for school, really? for college. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because they have a lot of money given to it, and mm. they um, not that big of a competitive pool. It's not. It's not. So I mean, like most of the people that go, like they're not. I mean, so because the thing that comes into play is, but most, it's like so if I not to brag or anything, yeah. I've got athletic genes 100% if I put my son into golf or daughter into golf yeah at a young age having being athletic is that an advantage to golf absolutely absolutely because you're going to be a little bit stronger you're going to hit the ball a little bit further Mm -hmm. you're going to understand how to compress the ball whenever you hit it and it just goes that's one of the things is it goes further and then you learn the different so is that why Tiger was so good? Absolutely. Because he was athletic? He was athletic. He was the first one to start um, weight training on a regular mm. basis. Um, like, And so that's why you see the golfers now compared to the golfers back then. Like, They're all lean, um, some of them a little bit taller. They're definitely more athletic. Like mm-hmm. They work out on a regular basis. Uh, and, I mean, it's just one of those. Like, It's... That, and that's why, like, that's one of the reasons, like, they're so good. Mm-hmm. They're they're so good, and they the way they you know hit the ball, and I mean, it's wild. Like, they miss by like a like less than an inch by like quarter inch, and they're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, I miss hit the ball. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, that was the shot you missed would have been the best shot I've ever hit in my life. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. And so they're. You know, and, but I think that's just like anything else, right? Mm-hmm. Like in sport, like, at that level, it is about quarters of inches. Absolutely, <laughs> and, absolutely. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so, I mean, putting your kids in—it's—it's it's a great one to that you can put in. Like if you're like, hey, like if you want to do this, like here's good, you know. So and I try I think to make my kids or my daughter's school. I think they have elementary golfing. Teams. Oh, that's cool. I mean, and and that, and it's just one of those. It becomes fun, mm-hmm. right? And so it's. And it's a good way to just get out and, and hang out. I mean, you have to like being outdoors. You have to mm-hmm. be okay with just heads up. You got to be okay with being hot because most of the time. As our kids just came in, we had to take a pause on the podcast because the kids are outside playing and yeah. <laughs> saying it's too hot. Yeah. And I'm like, well, drink some water. Stop drinking that juice, bro. And drink some water. Bust the faucet out. There you go. There you go. So, um, so yeah, but it's, you, you have to enjoy uh, the heat because it can be there, especially here in Texas. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I mean, being in Texas is a great place to be to play golf. There's a lot of, especially in our area, San Antonio, Austin, Houston, Dallas, like that whole area on everywhere in between. 
great golf courses because we all get a lot of rain mm-hmm. so it ends up being and then of course like the best like one of the meccas is hawaii because everything is just perfect lush. yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah seven degrees all the time it rains it rains every day yeah somewhere uh-huh so like the water is or sorry so the grass is just and some of the most fertile soil on the mm-hmm. planet and <laughs> the water's just are the, the yeah. grass is just gorgeous you know mm-hmm. so yeah, you should definitely get your kids into it. I'm trying to get Eli into it, but it, it's tough because it's a little bit slower game. Mm-hmm. Um, but they love top golf, right? So yeah. one step at a time, one step at a time. So, dude, let's get into today's dad talk. Let's do it. Uh, so, what I had brought up prior to recording today was just consistency with our kids. Yeah, and just even if it's to the detriment, like the example I brought up is. Our son has been kind of a little rambunctious lately. He's a uh-huh. three-year-old. Like, he doesn't Happens. know how to control things sometimes. And we've had things we wanted to do. Like we wanted to go to the movies or something. Right. And he was acting up. And I said, okay, if you're good, we're going to go to the movie. Right. And we end up not going because he doesn't follow directions or something. And my daughter, everybody is a byproduct of the consequences of him messing up. Absolutely. And that's the, I mean, I remember that happening with Eli. I mean, it still happens today, right? Yeah. Like the consistency comes through and it makes it super tough because like we want to, like we want to go have fun too. Yeah. Like, like I wanted to go see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I want to get out of the house. Like I want to yeah. go do something fun. Like, you know, like if you get grounded, man, I'm getting grounded. Yeah. Like I'm having to sit here and. I have to ensure that you follow the directions and don't do whatever like you I'm taking away these privileges and I have to as a byproduct some of my privileges are taken away absolutely and it's and that's one of the tough things is because the real world works that way yeah it doesn't work the way that even how we were talking last time you know it it is that that prepper like preparing kids Mm -hmm. for their future you have to we have to be able to model that consistency not just in like hey you, this is what you did it we you know what you, you don't realize is that it affects all of us now yeah but i have to stick to it yeah and then there are there are it would times. be so much easier to just appease the situation and like okay you messed up we're still going to the movie just because i don't want to disrupt everything yeah Maybe that's why we got spanked more often. <laughs> so that we could still go to the movies? I think so. <laughs> I think so. It's a cop out? Yeah, 100%. I think so. It, I mean, I, I, as you say that, I never thought of it like, maybe that's why they're just like, all right, like that's three. It's a quick fix. It is, man. Yeah. It is. Like, we're still going to go have fun. Yeah. But you can't sit down. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to stand in the movie theaters. <laughs> oh, man. And, and maybe it was. I think there is... I think there is those things we've had that with with uh, with our oldest a few times where we have to do different punishments. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, hey, just so you know, this is the reality of this. Yeah, and we've had that. Like, all right, you're either gonna get uh, uh where he had to choose like the consequence. It's mm-hmm. Like, hey, if we're gonna go to this, like, there's a severe consequence that happens right now, or there's a severe consequence that happens later. Mm-hmm. But it is still being that consistency right yeah. and so and and us having to model that so that way there's not and i think one of the things that goes in it too is that we're also hopefully teaching them that 
there is a part where there's ever inconsistency or unfairness or injustice that's happening and they can go they can notice it and say something yeah because it's like well, wait that person got off and wait why is that like because i got in trouble why, why didn't they get in trouble yeah and it's but that's tough to do as a parent because like you said we want to go have fun mm-hmm. we want to for me, it's really hard just because my daughter is, I've been so blessed. She follows directions to the T most times. Like she doesn't, <laughs> awesome. she doesn't cause a lot of problems. Yeah. And her younger brother, like she has to deal with the consequences a lot of times of him acting up and her not getting to do things. Mm. And she doesn't throw fits. She doesn't pout or anything like that. So for me, I want to reward her consistency and being even killed, keeled and everything, just yeah. having to withstand that. But no, it, I, it's also just building her to be resilient. And yeah. I'm appreciative for the growth and everything that it's providing. But I also want to acknowledge, like, I'm very proud of you for being, it's such a big help as a parent to right. have that. And and I think you that's one of those too, that as you, as she continues to get older and, mm-hmm. and then, you know, y'all, your schedule, you, you realize you, you find times where it's like, Hey, sorry, bud, but you're in trouble or grounded yeah, and we're going to go do something. Yeah. And you're not going to get to enjoy that. And you have to kind of pass off back and forth between parents of like, mm-hmm. all right, well, Hey, I'm going to take, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to take Eli out to go hang out. Yeah. Micah, you got to, you got to stay here because of whatever it may be or, you know, Violet and, yeah. and your, your daughter and your son where it's like, oh, hey, sorry. Like, yeah, you know, and of course, boys and girls are so different. Mm-hmm. You know, the running stories that I've always heard and I've definitely seen is that girls, girls are easier at the front end and yeah. boys are easier at the back end. Yeah. Yeah. So it then it just varies and it depends. But, you know, mine is still a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, and we still have to do that, right? There yeah. still has to be the, okay, hey, this is what we agreed upon. This is what we said. You have to do these things mm-hmm. before you're you're able to go do really anything else. Yeah. But modeling that consistency, even even past that, just consistency in everything else in our lives. Yeah. You know, in our consistency in our, our walk with God, our consistency in how we love our family, our spouses, like what we do, all those really come together. Uh because we thrive with boundaries. Yeah. And I think that's what consistency really is, right? Mm-hmm. And my son, even like when I correct him, it's almost like he's appreciative of it. Like, okay, I put him in timeout. And then when he gets out of it, he's a much happier, much like he's appreciative. Like, I love you, daddy, blah, blah, blah. Like he mm-hmm. wants and gives that reassurance that, okay, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and that's what they're looking for, yeah. right? They're looking for that affirmation and approval, and mm-hmm. we have to just make sure, like, hey, like, what you did, um, you know, you know, you being in trouble, like, doesn't mean that I don't love you. Yeah, it what it means is that there are consequences for actions, yeah. and we have that responsibility to really make, sh- or we have that responsibility to control what we do. Yeah, we can't just be wild animals, even yeah. though we are at heart. Wild like, animals. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially guys and yeah. boys, you know, like, oh, you know, and so, but it's like, okay, like, this is fun. I'm having a great time. I just have to control myself. Yeah. And I have to, and, and I, I can't control other people. There's only one thing that I can control, and that's myself. Yeah. I can control myself. I can control my attitude. I can control 
what I may not be able to control what's done to me, but I can control what I do and how, and how I, I respond to it. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And that's all that is, is that, and it stinks though, because we have to model that consistency on the discipline side. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I only want to model it on the fun side. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the fun guy. Yeah. I, the, I want to be the fun parent, but most of the time I'm not afforded the opportunity to uh, do so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think even yeah. one of those, like, I think, of course, I think we all think we're the fun parent, but I think I'm the, I'm the fun parent. Yeah. I think I'm just a fun person in general. Yeah. Um, but we had one where we had to stop this just a minute ago mm-hmm. and I had to use my big voice. Is what yeah, I, I learned it. Eli's middle name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I had to use the big voice. And so, and it was just one of those of like, hey. Yeah. Like, I love And it was just kids being kids. Like, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But, it, but it's so funny how you can use their middle name and all of a sudden they hear you. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the bat signal goes out. <laughs> it does. Ears perk up. Uh, perk yeah. up. That's the spider sense. <laughs> Guys. I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we have to model that consistency yeah. and just be true to our word and mm-hmm. what we say and what we do. And it will then hopefully in turn pass on to them. Yeah. So, guys, that's all we got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all of y'all. God bless. God bless.